Welcome to this week's episode of the Halftime Origins podcast. Um, today, doing a little bit different. We've got a um, more like a wee recap of Dickie's last probably three weeks. Um, for those that don't know, Dickie's just moved to the Netherlands and um, he's playing footy over there, organised by a mate who messaged someone on Instagram, a club on Instagram. <coughs> um, he's got him over there. He's been there for three weeks, um, set up base, I'm not actually sure where. But um, he's been tripping around. How, how's it been, Dickie? I mean, first of all, actually, you look like shit. Um, it's, it's been a big couple I'm not of weeks. Lie. It's been a big couple of weeks. Um, pretty much got in, stayed for a night in the room, and then just uh, just hit the road and hit the bottle uh, for a good good ten days, um, and then came back. Had a training run on the Thursday. The boys have gone full noise contact. I've literally. Got into the got into the town about twenty minutes before we started, and we've got full noise. Um, and then we've had a preseason game against a um, English Nat Two side on the Saturday, where they've made me play eighty minutes. So um, <laughs> yeah, look, I'm still recovering, body, mentally, physically, but um, I'm on the up, I think. Yo, how how was the first game? I, I will kick off with that. I reckon since it's on the topic. Um... <laughs> Well, it was 30 degrees, um, middle of the day, um, and you're probably looking at the worst next seven on the continent um, coming off a bender. It's a fair, yeah. Um, gone out there, and I'm sort of feeling a bit of pressure that I've sort of got to show these guys that I shouldn't be sent back to New Zealand. Um, and we've ended up losing 31-12, but we're quite competitive. Um but it was tough on the body. Couldn't really walk on Sunday, um, and but it was good though. It was good. It was good. We head out. Good, good, good. Get the boat back on. Good to have a run around. Yeah, nice. How how um, bit of sweat going around. I could imagine. I could imagine you were like a bloody an old fella at a Wiggles concert. I reckon. Yeah, humidity. Uh, humidity in the warm up. Um, I've just had to start spraying the water bottle over myself, so it looks like I've just been like <laughs> cooling down rather than sweating. Um, yeah, it was hot, man. It was hot. Sweated through the warm-up tea in probably 10 minutes. Um, and, <laughs> oh, fuck. I was keen to – it was four quarters, four 20s, and um, I was keen to get off the field in the, by the end of the, by the, end of the, the second one. Um, but we're a few light on back rows or something, so I've had to play – I played eight in the second half. Um, oh, fuck you now. Some would say it was sort of like um, – PSB's PSB, sorry, from like two thousand nine Bulls sort of sort of form. Yeah. Um zero touches, zero carries, two missed tackles sort of stats. It was fucking unbelievable sort of second half performance. Um, but I was glad to see the end of that game to be honest. But we're off to Hamburg uh, this week for a preseason, which is gonna be dangerous. Oh how good. You ever think about um following a Will Will Tucker and trying to trying to pull a I don't know, an incident to get you off the field early? Yeah, I did, but um, the coaching staff had known I'd been on the piss for nine days, so it was sort of all about looking a little bit of character, a little bit of tick had to be shown, and there was there was sort of no out for me. Um, but it did go through my mind early. I was I was on the haunches yeah. a lot uh, watching the footage. Man. I I respect that, man. I respect that. Yeah. What's the um? Yeah. How how does the footy compare to back home? I guess. Uh, well, we played it. It was a net two team from England. Which mm. I'm not sure it goes. It doesn't go net two, net one. It's, 
Yeah, then like then go to like sort of pro footy. After net one. Yeah, pretty sure. Oh yeah, net two, I reckon. Not to the not to the premiership, but yeah. I flattered a couple of club teams in New Zealand that would have drilled the net two team we were playing and they were supposed to be sort of a tidy net two team, but um Yeah, interesting. Yeah, there's a few decent players in our in our club side. Uh a few few battlers as you get in every club side, but um it'll be alright, I think. Yeah, got, yeah. It'll be a right level of code. I think it'll be more sort of crash and bash with a little bit of trying to get the skill set going, but not too yeah, bad. So not much, yeah. So not much like not a lot of expensive footy, you'd say. Yeah, we're just trying to get those backdoor options playing, sort of get those and get those going, so you can get a little bit of width. But um, the, the the net two team that we played, they fucking they were going just out the back of the pods. The boys were just going side to side on D, just fucking scrambling oh, yeah. sort of thing. They were right. They could run it pretty well, but we sort of needed to work on that a little bit. Yeah. Um, language barrier, that been an issue? Yeah, look, it's been a little bit of an issue. Um, that's a lot of it. Most of the – they speak English. All the – they get it taught in school here. So, like, the younger generation, I'd say, from, I don't know, maybe like 40 down, maybe they're pretty good at English. But um, – yeah, like I've we've gone to buy, we've gone for a walk in the flat. We live on a small town called Barn, which is like a pretty poncy town in the Netherlands. Quite a lot of money, but small town. We live on the main strip above a dentist and a and a lad's flat, and um, we've gone down to get a chalky milk from the supo, <coughs> and um, gone. Oh, there's a cho- there's some chocolate looking. Oh, it's all in Dutch, and we've gone and bought it, and then um, Lugs has opened it up for the first sip, and it's just thick as fuck chocolate custard. So, <laughs> like, you just battle with sort of issues like that a little bit, like, yeah, just getting through that. And then um, sometimes uh, they'll say, like, just in general, like, you know, just passing people in the street and stuff, they're like, oh, they might say a bit of a comment or something, try and make a conversation with you about something you're doing. Like, they'll say yeah. something in Dutch, and literally, I just go, like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's just like, oh, <laughs> fuck, I don't know what's going on. But um, I've downloaded Duolingo, Duolingo or whatever, and I'll um, I'll probably be fluent in a couple of months, I'd say. Okay, I was going to say, classic Dickie, you wouldn't have learned a lick of Dutch before you went over, eh? I know how to say thank you. Thank you, Val. Go thank on. you, Val. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, it, yeah, it's all. But like, you can't really think. He doesn't really get you far in usual conversation, does it? It's sort of a conversation ender. Um, mm. So there's a bit to learn. But you know, I've only been in the back in the. I've only probably been in Holland for about seven days all up now. So uh, onwards and upwards. Yeah, that's fine. And um, I guess we'll we'll push into so. So you flew in and then stayed for one night and then you bug it off. <clears throat> where'd you where'd you head? Uh, we headed, headed down to um, Munich in Germany. But fuck, the flight over it was thirty two and a half hours of travel. And um, wow, well, fly fly to Wellington to Sydney. Three hour stopover. Yep, sweet as all good. Um, mm-hmm. Had a bit of stressful thing. I didn't on my booking. It said my bags weren't checked all the way through. It said I had to pick them up in Sydney. But then. Um, I've checked my baggage tag and it says it's checked all the way through to Amsterdam. So I was a little bit, got to Sydney airport and I was sort of, fuck, I need to find out if my bag's coming with me or not here. I was stressing out a little bit. Um, and there's no Qantas reps or anything around. So I've had to walk up to the like first class lounge and like just not looking first, looking like fourth class at, at best. 
and asked this lady, real nice looking mate, oh, is my bag checked through the whole way or what? And she's just sort of like giving the old, yeah, mate, and then sort of just get out of here, please, sort of thing. And I was like, right, <laughs> I'll hope for the best. Um, then we get on the, there's a 14 hour flight to Arby Derby. Get on there, there's a legend. I was luckily sitting next to a rooster, there's an Australian guy. He's just like, oh, I've just come off 12 hours of landscaping, mate. I am naked. And he's just put his like little head roll on, and he's just been out for it for about thirteen hours of the flight, which was primo. Yeah, that's, um, that's chat. Apart from that, wasn't too bad. Seat the seat to was a bit tight. Didn't realise my seat folded back a little bit until six hours in, which um, increased the comfort a, a hell of a lot. And then uh, Abu Dhabi stop over there. Want it was there for about six hours. Wanted to have a bit of a shower. They had showers there. Didn't have a towel. Um, mm. so I went and had a shower just off the back of it anyway and then the only like because you can't really dry, I only had like sports clothes with me but you can only really dry yourself with something that's cotton so I had two fresh pairs of undies and I've had to had to dry myself with one pair of them um, and then head on out to the terminal jump on the plane then get into Amsterdam bro get through customs and then parked up and then next day me and Murph me and my friend me and my friend uh, Murph <laughs> Uh, I've got on and gone down to uh, Munich on the trains, uh, which was uh, good fun, actually. Yeah, a couple nights there and mm. kicked off our tenure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is is Murph staying with you? Nah. Nah, Murph lives in Ireland, thankfully. I mean, that would have been a punishment to, to both parties there if we were to get it any longer. He's likely to get a few mentions today, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he'll get a couple. He won't be impressed with it. He's always been said it's not your story to tell, but if I'm part of it, I feel like it is. Yeah, I feel like it, mate. If it's a good story, it's a good story. It deserves to be told, I reckon. Depends if it's a good story or not, I guess. Um, Yeah, so it's been good. What um, What were the main activities in Munich? What do we do? We got in, got in off the train, and just straight away, there's a lot less English in Germany than there is in the Netherlands, which and we're like, oh, shit, what's going on here? Um, and we didn't really know. We sort of did the, we sort of ran the gauntlet the whole time we are on holiday with our non-long-distance trains and stuff, not paying for tickets. We just sort of thought, oh, we got into Germany. We literally thought the tickets were free because no one was buying tickets or anything. They were just getting on, but I think they were passes on their phones or something. <laughs> we just, just jumped on trains and headed in. We went out for a bit of a run, actually, first up. Got off the train, stretched oh, the legs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he had these small-ass running shorts that I had to borrow because I'd left mine at home and just I felt uncomfortable the whole way. Um, and I wouldn't recommend anyone wearing those ever, ever again. Um, and then we were in a hostel. We met this Australian lad. He's a nice fella. Um, and we went downstairs to the, for happy hour at the... At the um, local backpackers bar had a few there met some Swedish guys so teamed up we now had a team of a team of five um, they went to some concert and then we linked up with them at a bit we went to a beer hall in Munich which is pretty hectic actually just like these big things you just sit down and mm. um, you just sit at the table and you just like wave at these waiters and they just keep taking your orders look like a fucking hectic job and they take your they take those big beers like a liter liter big, and they just come out. You order those, and they just come out with those, and they keep ticking around. Um, so we sat there for a bit, but it was pretty tough to get service. So we're getting a bit a little bit barred up. So we moved on. Went to an Irish pub after that. 
in our beauty. Couple of Irish bars actually was hissing. Right, does Guinness taste any different over there? It does a little bit. It tastes a little bit. Apparently in Ireland, it's like a different, like a whole different. Yeah, that as well. Again, yeah. But in Europe, it just almost tastes a little bit lighter. Just not as not almost not as thick. I reckon. Oh yeah, interesting. So yeah, but Munich was pretty first night in Munich. Yeah, we went out and moved sort of pulled pin early, and it was just there's a nightclub that goes till seven a.m. in the morning, and I was like, oh, it could be on here. Um, I've rocked up in my Birkenstocks, and I've in German fashion, I've gone, mate, this isn't a beach house, this is a club, can't yeah. And I've sort of gone, right. So I've had to ring Murph. Murph's sort of in a bit of a, I don't know, he's a bit off me. Um, not answering his phone. Found him, finally ran after, found him, and I've had to like beg him to give me his shoes so I could get into the club. So I've put on his, put on his runners and uh, and I've gone and I've stayed in there till about, stayed in there till oh, 5 a.m. with the Australian bloke. He had a flight at like 9. <laughs> what back. a fucking legend. I've gone back, had a, Gone back to the hostel, just sort of parked up, and then um, I was like, "Oh fuck it, I sort of need to sober up somehow." So I've just got the runners on and gone for a gone for a um, six k or about six a.m. in the morning, just still absolutely reeling. Um, and then come back and share, and then day two started. It was good. It was actually good. Good night. That was the you sent me the Snapchat that morning, and I was like, "What the fuck is this coming up to?" It's just called because you sent me a snap. It was probably like maybe 3 p.m. here, and you're clearly in the club. It's like 4 in the morning. I'm like, yeah, fair dingham. Old fella's having a good time. And then two hours later, I get a snap. Dickie's running, and he's just – he's got a video of this old guy walking, and he's like, just the captioned it, fucking slow cunt past another one or some shit. And I'm just like, what is this man up to? He's, he's, he's touched down in Europe, different breed Dickie. Yeah, it's, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was good though, get a run in. So, and then we went to, we actually went to a concentration camp that day, an old one called Dachau, which was uh, pretty humbling. Um, and then we sort of had a quiet one uh, all that night. Fuck, we went out for dinner and there was this, we went to this Thai place, ordered this unreal meal. Um, but they had like had put chilies in it, bro. They put like five chilies in there that I didn't see, and I probably got through like three quarters of a meal, and then I've gone taken a bite and I've eaten a whole chili, like decent sized chili, and I was like, oh, that's not right, and literally, instantaneous start sweating, like my mouth from my nose down was just tingling, and I couldn't like feel it, and like, um, and Murph was actually concerned for my health at that point, but um, we got oh, through. Geez. But like, and you're trying. That's there's a big thing like sparkling water in Europe, and like, oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, I need some water. Yeah, can I just get some water? And then next thing you know, they come out, open it, it's sparkling, and it's just like, well, that's gonna fucking help no one, isn't it? I can't fucking do sparkling either. Eh? <laughs> nah, it's a bit. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can do it if it's a bit colder, if it's chilled. But mm. nah, not a not a fan of it personally. But it was good. Good night in Munich, and then we sort of cruised down to Vienna the next night. That was a that was a big night for the lads. Yes, yeah, so where's where's Vienna? It's in Austria, capital of Austria. Oh yeah, yeah, I've got you. I've got so you. we just we just took the trains. It was probably about six hours to Munich from Amsterdam, and then three hours to Vienna from Munich, which wasn't too bad. Yeah. Right, do you need do you need your passport when you're going between those? Uh, no, nah, you can get away with it on the trains. They just you sort of they tell you to 
taken for like checking your ticket in case they like mm. check, need identification, but um, they didn't check my passport. Didn't check our passport once. If you don't have your ticket, then and you don't have a passport. Probably doesn't matter. Yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, but no, it's pretty. It's pretty crazy, really. The trains go good as well. Yeah. So what? Do you just not buy a ticket and then hope that, that someone doesn't come and check you? No, we bought a ticket for the long hauls. They definitely check oh, the long hauls. We're just talking around the city. Like there's heaps of trams oh, and stuff yeah. where you're supposed to like. In the Netherlands, it's different. It's just like scan on, scan off, like with your debit card. Yeah. And you have to do that to get out the gates. But in like in Germany and all those other ones going further east, it was just like, oh well, thanks for coming. Mm. And then just on off, you beauty. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah, so that was good. That was a good time. Yeah, so you guys from Vienna, what, just for the one night, was it? No, we stayed two there, and we had, well, I had a big one on the first night. Murphs, Murphs tended to, as he did Munich, he, I don't know, just sit, sit, tended to sleep the whole trip is what I just, I was like, just go to bed, mate. Like, go to bed, it's 10 o'clock, go to bed, mate. Um, we went out Vienna, and then we went to this, we sort of found it a bit hard to actually find out where, like, the city was and where what bars we're supposed to be going to and stuff in there, but we got a bit of an intel from one of Murph's mates that he'd met in a hostel or something in America. Um, and we went to this bar, and it was actually like sick. It was like four like, heaps of bars, different open space and different DJs and stuff. Got in there, Murph was feeling a little bit under the weather, shall we say, and um, Murph's been booted early. Um, <laughs> came down with a bit of a tummy bug out the front of the place, and he's... He's giving me a, <laughs> oh. a call on just out front, just absolutely um, watering the garden. And I sort of said, "Oh fuck, it's one o'clock." I was like, "Oh fuck it, I'll I'll be that guy." So I was like, oh, "I'll just I'll just hang in here and see if I can sort of meet someone." I was on a decent level, and I was like, "But it's still you still feel awkward as fuck, just sort of there dancing on the D floor." You just like, "Yeah, fuck me, it's a little bit awkward." Made friends with a couple of people, which was all good. And then I was away for the rest of the night. And then the thing's closed and um, we've gone out front. And this chick was like, oh, you want to come to some You want to come to some afters? And I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, right. Oh, that'd be gun. And so gone to this afters, gone to this house. And it's like, go through this apartment. You go down these stairs, down underground. So it's like underground. So it's fully like pitch black just with the lights down there. And there was these two gay guys, who, two gay guys who owned it. Mm-hmm. And then there was like probably like eight of us as well, like people that just pulled in from the club. And I was like, oh, geez, this is looking. I'll just make sure I pour my own drinks here just to be safe, you know, so I don't want anything going wrong. Um, and then we've ended up going all night. And then it's got like my phone went dead early on. So that all of a sudden, they're like, oh, it's 8 30. We're going to have to wrap this up. I'll go 8 30, pardon me. <laughs> go up, go upstairs. I've got no idea where I am. My phone's dead, and it's eight thirty, and I'm going, oh heck! And so I've just put the head down, taken a couple rights, having a couple lefts, followed the nose, and bingo! I've ended up back in hospital. <laughs> One of the greatest moments of my life. Um, and then I've gone in, woke Murph up, and we've gone for a, we've gone for a run. Um, and I've really struggled there. Yeah, I've, I was really in the hurt. Like, it was probably one of the worst decisions we've made. But uh, got a 5K in and then went home and got a bit of shut-eye. And then um, that was that day sort of done. And then we're off to off to Budapest the next morning. What was your thought process to come home from an all-nighter and tuck into a run? 
Well, I was just thinking, I sort of need to keep the fitness up for when I get back into the training. So I'm best to get something in the legs here while I'm while I'm still awake before I hit the wall and crash. So get out there and get running, you know. And it sort of helps you sort of sweat a bit of poison out, doesn't it? Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, I don't think I'll be doing it any time soon myself, but... Yeah, it was tough. It was definitely tough on the body and the mind, more than mind. Um, but it was good. It was good we run, good we trot, shall we say. Mm, nice, nice. And so you got to get... Well, that was in... Sorry, that yeah, you've gone to, what did you say, Budapest? Yeah, that was another three-hour train ride just into Hungary. Yeah. Yeah, um, and and then you've hit the big Zaget, have you? Yeah, we've done four nights there. Well, I've done four nights, and my colleagues only managed to kick, rack up two. Um, oh, you're joking. Yeah. Wow. He had a few undisclosed undisclosed issues on the first night. That's um, uh, probably not uh, appropriate for it to be broadcasted, but um, he missed out on the first night, <laughs> and then he got on our second night, and then he... Sort of had too many beers on the third night, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he didn't make it in on the third night either. But that's that's all good. But Saget was pretty. Um, Saget was a hell of a festival, actually. Mm. Four four all nighters, um, four sunsets in a row, um, and it's just a sort of festival you just get stuck into. One of the nights we um, met up with a few lads, mix of lads, and we went we went into the it was day two, I think. Went all night and then um, literally at six o'clock, there's fuck all people at the festival and we're like, oh, should we get up on that stage? So there's a stage called the Coliseum and it was like sort of done with pallets and stuff, but we saw a wee opening. You could crawl under to get onto the stage and we've got mm-hmm. up there and we've just started, you know, just started doing our own, started singing a set up there. <laughs> and these security guards have seen us. We just see them bolting towards us and we've just had to put <laughs> Put the shoes on, eh? No, we just got out of there as quick as we can. Because, um, yeah, there were stories that people were getting like, their bands cut off and stuff, and we're thinking, oh, hecka. Um, keen to see the next two days. But, yeah, it was good, bro. Yeah, Budapest, wouldn't, I, don't, I hate the city now. Like, it's just, yeah, I don't know. If you have a four-day bender there. What do you mean? Well, just like, you just, I don't know. You know when you just come off a bender and you're just like, oh, fuck this. You're just in the city. You haven't seen any of it. It all looks the same, and you've just sort of just like wasted four days of your good bodily function there. I was just like, fuck this place, I hate it. Um, but it was good apart from that. So you did four, so you get seven days there. Eh? Yeah, I don't know. That, that was, yeah, see, a few people had done seven days. Um, or most, a lot of people did actually, but we got on there, I'd say it would have been everyone's day three. So we're feeling pretty yeah. fresh, feeling pretty good. And I think we came, we had a lot more energy than a lot of other people that day, on day one just because it was their day three. Well, um, yeah, expected. Nah, it was a good time. Would recommend, I'd recommend that to any listeners to go to Saget. I mean, uh, it's pretty affordable. They deal in the foreign currency of hoof or huff. Hoof. Hoof, <laughs> yeah, but hoof. Um, on day three, I think it was, we just went to the pub and we spent 100,000 hoof at the pub. <laughs> Uh, which was unreal. Um, but, oh, yeah, I would recommend it. Weather's quite, was fucking hot though, 30 degrees or something. Just ridiculous. Yeah. How would you compare it to, say, an RV? Largest scale. Largest scale, yeah. definitely. Um, mm. 
I would say it was so many New Zealanders there. It was almost like you're at R&B in a different country. Like it was just, you'd think you were going to see, like you'd go bump into some of the line, they'd be like, oh, bonjour or something. But I'd just be like, oh, hey, mate, how are you? Oh, yeah, good. Where are you from? Oh, Christchurch. Oh, fuck, I wouldn't read about it. Nice to meet you. <laughs> sort of shit like that. That happened all the time. Um, yeah. But quite a, yeah, a lot more foot traffic, way more stages than R&B. But I don't know if it was as... Um, I don't know if I saw the general consensus being as uh, messy or as loose as R&B, if you know what I mean. Mm. Yeah, I'm picking up what you're putting down. They did have Muffy Cops. Uh, yeah, a few boys a few boys that I uh, had known uh, spent a night or two in the Slammer. Um, they had Muffy Cops dressed in festival gear, just floating about. Um, Trying to trying to arrest people essentially, and a few people were fuck. That's pretty rogue, eh? Yeah, a few people, a few people ended up in the slammer, uh, but that's all part of it, I, I guess. There's nothing like it's telling your grandkids, grandkids, you spend a night in the Hungarian south. <laughs> yeah, it's a hell of a story. Yeah, a hell of a story. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it was great. So that was pretty much that. And then I had a bit of a shock on the had a bit of a shock on the last night. I thought I was flying out of Budapest. So I put my flights out of Budapest to Brussels thinking, because it was a lot cheaper than going to Amsterdam. For some reason, it's quite an expensive airport to fly into. So I put my flights all in advance. <clears throat> Got to about 2.30 mm. a.m., 3 a.m. I was like, heck, I better, I better just check my um, what time my flight is tomorrow, because I thought it was at 1 o'clock, which would have been sweet as. <clears throat> check it. It's 11 a.m. And, like, I have been waking up till 10.30 a.m. every morning, and I'm thinking, I'm like, here, here we go. Um, yeah. And um, so I've gone to change that. And, um, yeah, so it was sort of sort of, sort of grafting away, putting in a bit of, bit of work as well on the side. So I was thinking, oh, I sort of need to change this flight if I'm going to pull through here, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, had been a bit of a had been a bit of bit of a bit of a seven eleven all trip and hadn't been able to close at all. Um, so I was like, oh, this will help. So she helped me change my flight. So that cost me another another like hundred euro uh, to change it to the next day. And then um, so I've stayed. I've had to stay. The boys had a B and B, but I didn't have a bed, so I've had to sleep on the floor on a bunch of cushions for the night. Got up, I was like, oh, fuck, taking public transport. Got a, they call, you know, use this thing called Bolt over here, which isn't like sort of similar to Uber, Uber, but I don't know, mm. called Bolt. Got one, got one of those to the airport, that was like 50 bucks. Get to the airport, get through, bro, I was fucking sweating. Um, <laughs> went to buy some water, needed some water. Didn't know it was all in foreign language, go buy, open it, it's fucking sparkling. <laughs> Fucking go bin that one. Come up again, go to get another one. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Yeah, still. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Yeah, open it. That's sparkling as well. And I was like, oh, fuck me. So I've had to get through some sparkling water in the airport, dusty hell. Go through airport security. And that's where I started. Go through airport security. And I was getting a little bit like, oh, geez, have I got anything in my bag here or what? Like, oh, fuck. Here we go. Go through. And next thing, you know, I go through the scanner. And there's my bag to the side. And I'm going, oh, fuck. And now. I'm going to prison. I'm off to prison. I don't know what's in there. Um, the guy in front of me's bag got like fully swabbed and stuff. And I was thinking, well, it is a festival. I don't know. People might have been near my bag and stuff. Um, and then luckily she's just gone, oh, your deodorant can's too big. And I was like, yeah, get that. Bin it, bin it, bin it, bin it, bin it, bin it, bin it. And give me my bag and I'm out of here. Uh, 
so that's happened. Got through security and then this airline, it was all pretty tight. My train, I had to change my train actually as well from Brussels to Amsterdam. So that was another 40 euro. And then, so it's, by this time it's adding up, probably would have been cheaper just to fly straight to Amsterdam. But anyway, um, <laughs> flight was delayed by an hour. So got into Brussels an hour later than expected. And then my train from Brussels to Amsterdam, looking at public transport, if I'd taken public transport, which was going to cost like three euro, I would have missed my train by like four minutes. And I was like, fuck it, I want to get home. Like I'm over this. So I go, mm. oh, yeah, bro, can I get a taxi? And he's like, yeah, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, what's that going to cost? And I thought he said like a hundred bucks or something. I was like, oh, sweet as. Next thing you know, I'm in, the, I'm in the Uber. I'm in the taxi. It's like 40, I don't realize the train station is so far away. It's 40 kilometers from the airport. And the thing, oh, is, fuck. The, thing is, the thing is just ticking over in euros. It's got up to, we're halfway there. It's at 110 euro and I'm going, <laughs> oh no, like I'm going to get, bro, I got to the train station. It was a 212 euro Uber, I mean, for 40 minutes. And I was just like, fuck, find me a bridge. I'm really, I'm pretty, I'm available to jump currently. Fuck, you know, for context, that's like, that's, oh, that's nearly 400 NZ, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah I was trying. Like 350, 400. I had tried not to convert it, but there you go. You've done it for oh, me just to add a, rub, the, rub the salt in the wound. Mm. Oh, I the, hope the night was worth it, man. Yeah, it was. It was a good night. It was a good night. Um, got on the train and then got home, and then I was like, oh, fuck, I better go to training. So caught the train straight from Brussels to Amsterdam, bang, straight to the train to training. Got off there, got their 10 minutes late, threw the boots on and uh, into a full noise contact training. So that was my travel trips anyway. Oh, fuck, it was hectic, man. Oh, that's a whirlwind. Oh, it was an adventure. It, yeah, fuck, it looked on though. I'll admit, I was pretty jealous yeah. back here in um, humble old palmy. Being some corn, I think I ended up going through about from the day I got in, so day I got into the day I got back, I think I spent four grand in, in um, nine days or something. Fucking hell. Is that, is that NZ? Yeah, NZ, luckily. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. But, mm. but hey, mem- memories for a lifetime, eh? Oh, yeah, there's definitely some memories. There's definitely some things I can't share. Uh, but... Yeah, it was uh, a hell of a trip. It was a hell of a yeah. trip. Trip you'd never forget sort of thing. Nah. Now, what's been going on in New Zealand? I can't actually watch any sport over here yet. We've got to get a special, <laughs> special subscription like the um, – I don't know how to do those VPN things to access SkyGo and stuff, so I've been a bit, a bit mm. low on sport. But um, the turbos have been going well, I see. Um, yeah, we're, we're battling through at the moment, mate. Um Currently 0-3, along with a lot of other teams, though. I'll put that out there. It's, um, competition's oh, probably a bit more up in the air at the moment, I reckon. Oh, no, you'll be right, bro. You'll be right. you bet, yeah. Yeah, I oh, know competition's just... It's, uh, there's quite a divide at the moment, I think, between the top half of the comp and the bottom half. What do you put that down to? Um, Not sure, man. Not I'm, sure. I'm not the right guy to be asking. If you were to have a guess, what would you think? Um, well, who's in the top half? Who's dominating the cop at the moment? Isn't the Hawks Bay going all right? Yeah, Hawks Bay. Jeez, they've had some tight contests, though. 
That's what you want. That's what you want if you want to be a title contender. I'm pretty sure they're second on the ladder with a points difference of seven. That's, yeah, that's... Teams who know how to win are always going to be dangerous at the back end of the comp. That's for sure. Yeah. Taranaki's Um, leading. Oh, up the bulls, baby. Yeah, I know. Crazy, eh? Um, Canterbury third. Canterbury fourth, yeah. They haven't lost. They're undefeated. Nah, they haven't lost. It's just the the other three teams have all played Storm Weeks. So that's why they're up there. Yeah. Um, Probably surprising ones down the bottom, I would say Otago, currently in 13th, 0-3. Yeah, I swear. I remember when we had that chat with Will, I said, oh, best of luck to you boys. Hopefully you both be up near the top of the table and both of you fucking 14th and 13th, respectively. We're beside each other. Yeah, Yeah, well, you're you're right there, neck and neck, aren't you? Yeah, Otago. Well, I'll be honest. Otago's first game, like the the score that they rolled out, <clears throat> I was pretty surprised. Like I, I don't know, just didn't really make sense to me personally. Oh right, okay. And they were playing Tasman, like you know, it's always going to be a tough battle. Yeah, Tasman. They beat Auckland the other week, didn't they? Yeah, they did, and then they fuck. They lost the Shield Challenge to Wellington last night. It's even there, wasn't it? <clears throat> yeah, geez, it was a. No the team, they, they're just... Nah, it wasn't too bad, bro. They're just so similar attacking sides, I think. Like, sort of, they don't want to play any footy between, like, their own 40, well, 30 and 50. So it was just... A, first half was just, like, watching kick tennis almost. Oh, it was a ping-pong. Was, um... Yeah. Were there, like, no kickable penalties either? Bro, first 30 minutes of the game, there was only three penalties awarded. Fuck, that's tidy work. Yeah. I don't know. I, some of the calls the ref was making, though, I thought were pretty interesting. But And then Tasman missed two kicks right out in front, penalty kicks. Um, oh, great. That was, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a dagger. And I think I think Mitch Hunt got concussed early doors, so he was off straight away. Oh, bugger. Yeah, so unfortunate. But, hey, um, it is what it is. Yeah, it is, yeah. But, you know. Plenty. Of, well, the comp's only about halfway through, I think. Yeah, boys, better make a run. Who have you got this week? Got Northland tomorrow, actually. Away? No, nah, at home. At home. Is that at, what's that called again? The, the graveyard or something? At the boneyard. Can to collect the first bones of the season. <laughs> I actually heard the story. I heard the story behind that. Oh, yeah, why is it? Boneyard. Why is it? So it was... Originally, it was a mouldy parcel, so like a mouldy grave, mm. or a mouldy cemetery, sorry. And then also, during, there was like a, um, I think it was like a medical station for mouldy battalion or some shit, or, or there was a, they fought there. Maybe oh. two tribes fought there. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. It was quite interesting. I thought that would have been uh, put under like a historical uh, category or something, but instead, um... yeah, I know, yeah, I know there's a few some issues when they built the stadium on it, which you know, it sounds like there would be a few issues with the local iwi. I think listening to those stories, um, yeah, I, when I heard that, I was kind of like, why the hell have they built it here? Like, well, that well, I'm sure a few people out. were saying that. Yeah. Um, I'm sure a few people were saying that. But um, yeah, yeah. So stop, what do you um, stop? Oh, go on. No, nah, no. Nah, sorry, you go. 
I was just about to say, I start work as a courier driver on Monday. <laughs> yeah, I was about to just ask what it's sorty, dotty, 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 dotty. Um, oh, are you still there? Yeah, there you are. Um, yeah, start work as a courier driver on Monday. Um, it's going to be interesting. I actually lost my physical license in Munich on a night out. Um, I don't have my license, but that hasn't come up in conversation yet, so that's okay. So you'll you'll be uh, driving. Yeah, I'll be I'll be driving. Yeah, uh, I'll be driving on the right hand side of the road, <laughs> not knowing any of the road rules. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm thinking there's going to be a few accidents. I'm thinking there could be a few like a lot of lot of on the horn action, a lot of double <laughs> double barrels, like a lot of that coming my way. Um, but yeah, I'm into that on Monday. But I've I've applied for a few other jobs that have. I've actually just got an email back from uh, someone called Laureen. Uh, uh, for a meeting, an online introduction meeting with Jessica Otto on Monday morning. Oh, nice, bro. Well, you might be at a consultant's agency. Oh, that'd probably be better. Yeah, than, well, um, better than career driving. Well, it would. Yeah, like I was carry driving some twelve euro an hour or something um, ridiculous. So yeah, that's like the minimum. Well, that's above minimum, I think. Well, probably by about, about a euro. Yeah, um, yeah, but that's okay. Like we're not complaining. Like hum, from humble beginning. So, um, as long as it's as long as it's paying for there's beers at the club, but the club rooms down there three euro a pint. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's good stuff. Uh, we went out to we went out to town on the. Oh, so what happened? We've come back from that big ass bender, and I was like, "No, I need to go home." Said that I need to go home. Like I don't want to touch a beer. I was drinking water the whole time, and then um, next thing you know, naturally, you just put an put an absolute stint on the field, and I've got a mom man of the match. I've had to go up and scull a pint um, <laughs> against their man of the match, and then the two deck of the days. Did, and did you win? That's what I want to know. I've absolutely fucking drilled them. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, that's actually tasting not too bad. And then um, one of the old guys in the club's like, to me and my flatmate Logan, he's like, oh, they're like, are oh, you going home? I'm like, oh, yeah, probably, yeah. I was like, fuck, I'm, yeah. And he's like, oh, the old Kiwis, the Kiwis that were last year, you couldn't get rid of them. And I was like, well, fuck, don't question my nationality. Logan's just go, bar, what do you want? And we just had an absolute session. Um, Went out to town. Um, Logan folded like a dick to you. Went home at 10 o'clock. Smoke bombed. Um, <laughs> and came home at 3.30 and then um, head noise began Sunday morning. <laughs> Fucking tight. Head noise would be your best friend at the moment. I'd say. <laughs> I tell you what, I really, I'm about to go to the gym after this. I really need to get some cardio. Big time. I'm... Uh, Carrying some sloppy weight, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, I, I can imagine. You've, yeah. you've never had the greatest rig as it was. Um, I'd say I'd say I had an all right rig, okay? I'd say, uh, no, nah, I wouldn't. I'd say, well, what would you give it, like a five out of ten? Like an, you'd say an average rig. Bro, I'd go five and a half, yeah. Well, because I can, I can still shift more tin than you, even though I may not look like I can, but I can throw it around. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, that one stings, doesn't well, it? Um, maybe on the bench press. I don't know about anything else. What about what are you putting up in military press these days? Oh, 70, bro. 
for what one rep? Nah, nah, three, four. Oh, you'd have me there though. But oh, fuck. Yeah, there you go. You don't even use your you don't use your shoulders anyway. You don't make any tackles. <laughs> um, you yeah, don't so, you don't tackle with yours either. You just ride. You yeah, just I'm a big passive. I'm a I'm a passive tackler. I like to be a passive tackler. Uh yeah. So that'll be interesting. But um, hmm. we'll see how we get on. So you you're going to be there for the year. I'm I'm taking it. Yeah, on a one-year holiday working visa. So, um, yeah, so a year. Essentially, the season doesn't finish till till June next year. Oh, yeah. You sort of play like play like three weeks on, one week off, and then that, when the week's off, I think they have like national duties for like the national teams, mm. like Midland stuff. They have training or they have games and stuff, and then we get like a bit of time off over Christmas time. Yeah, and then um, and then back into it, but. How many crusaders are? Yeah. No, I was just gonna say how many teams are in like the comp and shit. There's twelve in our. There's twelve in the top grade and then in the Netherlands comp that we're playing in. So. So is that like a national comp? Uh, yeah. Oh. Jury, but it's such a such a small country that it's only like. I think the furthest we travel will be like an hour on, oh, yeah. on the bus or in the car. Shit. Um, and then I think they've got tw- they've got twelve teams in the second division as well. Yeah. Um, but it'll be sweet as we'll be um, we'll be into it. It'll be good. Yeah, that'll be humming. Did you say the the Crusaders are heading over a preseason? Yeah, we've got going to that game. Actually, got tickets already. So oh, it's, man. In, it's in Ireland. Yeah, uh, against Munster. So what's, fuck, that'll be a hell of a doozy. What's the date of that? I think it's like sixth of February or something. Oh, seventh yeah. of February maybe. Yeah, we've got a weekend off that week, so that'll be a week trip across the channel. Yeah, that'd be mean. Wouldn't be far, eh, from Ireland to there? Nah, not if you fly. I think it's only a stone throw, really. Yes. You can you can obviously take the train or the bus or whatever, whatever suits your um, payment preference, if you know what I mean. If you want to save a bit of a, <laughs> bit of a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Which I might have to on the minimum wage. Um. <clears throat> Be good though. It'd be good. Like, yeah, it's easy. It'd be. It's real nice. I think you get that through that weekend off a month. You just skip away somewhere, skip away mm-hmm. to a different country, go for a wee trip. Yeah, that'd going, be um, Should be at this stage going October first, um, start of October. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I should fit in if I can. If I can scale those later beers like I did in that video, I should be absolutely on. I would say that was probably. I would think a one-off occurrence, like. A fluke. Yeah, no. One of the boy. One of the boys said we've been drinking at the pub for ages, and that thing had been like sitting there for a while, just like looking at me the wrong way. And um, Harvey was like one of the lads. Like, if you scale that in one go, mm. I'll pay for all the piss. I'll pay for all the piss you drank today. And I was like, wow, don't give me invitation. Wow. So, yeah, jeez. I've put Conquest of Paradise on. I don't know if you can hear that in the video, the Crusaders theme song, and that has just made the hairs on the back of the neck stand up and I've just got up and had to drill it. How are the guts feeling after? I had to tap, I had to tap out and then the, the toilets are downstairs. I've gone downstairs um, and and I haven't vomited. I've just sat on the toilet. I had a couple of deep, deep breaths <laughs> and posed myself and told myself, you're better than that and then um, got back up and charged back into it. 
how about that? I know you can't see it in the video that we put up, but that uh, that English bloke, eh? He was that English. Oh, the dude in the background is just absolutely like shocked. Absolutely like, how's that guy done that sort of thing, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, he didn't. Uh, yeah, I can understand why he's shocked. If you look at him, you just oh yeah, fair. You know. Yeah, exactly. That was yeah. That's probably one of my one of my life achievements. What were your what are your um, highlights of the trip? Were if you had if you had to break, just give me like three, three moments, <sighs> best moments. They'd be up there for one of them. Yeah. Um, well, some other good moments. Um, I wound Murph up quite a lot. Like I was just, just like could just chew his ear off the whole time, and he just, he, uh, he got quite sick of me by the end of the trip. When I changed my flight to stay, and I had to stay at his Airbnb with him again, he's just like, "You should have been on this flight <laughs> yesterday at eleven a.m. You're just the gift that keeps on giving. Just get out of my life. I've had enough of you." Um, so probably a second highlight, probably just be spending nine days with George Murphy. Um I can tell that you've wound him up too, actually. I've we've he's 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 had a bit of interaction on the on our Instagram page. There's been a couple of oh, interactions. He? Yeah. He just yeah, well, right, just okay. a comment and then then he sent a video through and just captioned it Declan, the weak gutted dog. It's <laughs> like Ricky Stewart just not yeah, and I was just, I just, I just had a laugh. I just had a laugh. Yeah, it's quite rich. It's quite rich because he's probably the weak gutter dog out of the trip. <laughs> um, third highlight would have probably been um, Saget. Just in general, it was just such a good time. It was just like just bender season, just like hook and mm-hmm. get there, bend, unreal, unreal, yeah. and then you just go and it's just everyone's charging till like five a.m. in the morning and stuff. Um, and then yeah. Played the yeah. last post a couple of times, you know, when the sun's coming up. Put the last post on, still there. Speaking the boys. Yeah. <laughs> have you got, but, um, yeah. You got any other, well, other than Oktoberfest, any other destinations of interest sort of sort of in the near future, I guess? I haven't booked anything, but I'd be pretty keen to head down to like Spain or Portugal sort of thing. Mm. Um Going across to spend Christmas with Murph and uh, Ireland. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's told me not to talk to him until I get over there. Um, that'll be that'll be a treat. We're gonna I don't know. We'll get up to over there. Hopefully, do something though. Irish yeah. Christmas. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll be cold. I think yeah. the weather's gonna start turning pretty soon. Yeah. So. Will be. You guys will be what heading into autumn soon, eh? Yeah. 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 But um. Yeah, it's fucking nice weather at the moment though. Just like a real nice temperature. No, no wind. Mm. Like yeah, Palmy or Christchurch. No fucking wind house and tussing through. It's just no, nice. Play on. You have to catch up with wheels, man. When you go to Ireland. Oh, he's coming over actually in the next couple next couple weeks. We'll be popping. Up. He's gonna. I think he's gonna crash on the on the couch. Fuck. You'll get him into trouble, no doubt. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Well, it'll be enjoyable to get him into trouble. It'll be. It'll be uh, yeah. He's keen to go to the blue light district, but I said I wasn't keen on that. <laughs> I think he's, I think before he left, he said he mentioned something about that. He's like, "Yeah, I'm going to go over and see Dickie." And yeah, he's in um, this place. Yeah, well, red lights the woman and blue lights the men, so I might 
try and get him to go to the blue light and see what happens. Bro, he's he's that gullible. He wouldn't have a clue. You could just say that blue he's, light is like the upper class red light, and he'd be like, "Sweet, I'm there." Sweet, let's go, let's go, let's get into it. And then, oh my goodness, look at the size uh, of that thing. Uh, <laughs> um, I tell you what's another funny thing over here, bro. It's like you know, how, you know how New Zealand probably club culture. No one really like, no one really shares nude, and then uh, you're, um, yeah. Well, it's always the guy with the biggest cock who's in there straight away, isn't it, usually? Yeah. Um, but most everyone shares in the undies. In the Netherlands, like, everyone just shares in the, in the nuts. So I'm, I'm there going, oh, here we go. Like, I'm fucking, this is not for me. Like, I'm not, this is not my sort of, um, sort of my sort of situation. So I've sort of waited a little bit to let the shares free up a bit. I've gone in, you know, I've just had to do it, go full nude. And then when I'm in there, there's just like, there's this imported, well, not an import, but he's signed like a guy called he's a guy called Bam. He's from England, um, dark fella, obviously. And um, just I'm parked up next to him in the shower, like I'm just looking dead at the wall. But I'm thinking, fuck me, if someone comes in and goes, this is a comparison and a half. Yeah, you're looking at like, oh, but I was just like, I need to just it's probably the quickest shower I've ever had in my life, to be honest. Just like, <laughs> just more for like mental health reasons thinking jeepers on there you go i was just like and out do not uh, i don't want to stand next to this guy in the showers again um so that's something to look forward to all year it'll, yeah it'll take a bit year. of getting used to hopefully it's still got a growth spirit coming or something because <laughs> it's just it's just not for me in there really i had to break it to you brother but that ship sailed long ago I think you're fully developed once you're at 25, I think. So, yeah. Yeah, you're 26, aren't you? Almost, so. Mm. <laughs> you got to work with what you've got, I guess. That's the one, bro. Not always about the size, you know. Um, yeah, but um, I think we were, I messaged Mr. Mackay uh, when uh, I was on the piss of Saget, actually. <laughs> met a, met yeah. a girl from Southland that he knew, and I just sent him a Snapchat keen to podcast, and... Um, I think Josh Josh should be uh, I think he's keen to get on the potty maybe yeah, next, man. Well, next potty yeah. or next guest eh? yeah that sounds good He's. I think he's just um, I think he's, he's just, just left NZ yeah, so. <clears throat> so we'll give him a bit of time um, but, but yeah he'll be good to have on for sure but nah that'll be that's, that's you eh wrapped up you reckon? Yeah. What else do you want to know? I've got a my room's got a sink in it, single bed. You want to see how I'm living? Yeah, go on. My fan keeps me cold at night. Yeah, it's nice and tidy bed. too. Jeez, that looks good. Living out of the suitcase there. Are you gonna get um, drawers in that? Just there's my sink there. Bro, what is what is with um, the sink? I know you, I know you alluded onto that, but. I don't know. I don't know here. They've just got sinks in every room and there's no sink in the bathroom. So you just go like go to the toilet and you have to go back to your, oh. hands, like, back to your room to wash your hands. It's all good like brush your teeth in your room and stuff. And then, like, yeah, that's pretty tidy. Like, last night I needed to, go for, needed to go for like a midnight whiz and just get up and just go in the sink. Oh, it's just, yeah. Fucking hell, that's, that's tidy, man. It's, yeah, it's interesting. That's sort of clutch, actually. Now, I don't think I'll, I don't know if I'll get any drawers or not, but... um. Yeah, it's looking a little bit worse for where the old room is. Oh, you, you have to run some different operation there. 
Or not, well, surely even just some shelving. You know, yeah, maybe, shelves. but... Fuck living out of a suitcase for a year. Just quietly. Well, it's only been, it's only been seven days, so I can ease into it. Yeah, okay. And the bed nice and comfy? Yeah, I broke a slat the other day, actually. It's a flattered bed. Well, safe to say you probably won't be bringing anyone back to your pad. Well, that wasn't actually my doing, breaking that slat just quietly. So there you go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's yeah, it's not a – yeah. Definitely not designed for two that bed. So, yeah, it might be a bit of – yeah. Bit of like a humble year, shall we say. Oh, you, you wouldn't want to go all that far, all that way, just to have a humble year, would you? They had a lot of away games. See what their mm. away record would shout like. Yeah, that's a good shout. That'd be a good shout. Um, these are these look at these balls we've got for training. These are the I've managed to pinch one just to have a bit of a perimeter one. They're called rhinos, bro. Yeah. They're just like looks like a fucking cool. car tire. Yeah, they're so light. Oh yeah. Um. They sort of almost, they remind me of like a bit of a Steedon. Yeah, no, yeah. I'd um, probably agree with that. But like when you kick them and stuff, they almost go like a bit floaty. Yeah. What's with the grip though? They're real light as uh, well. It just takes grip, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. I know we've got a couple of rhinos that we train with. And I know that like the MLR boys oh, train with rhinos, yeah. Well, they oh, play with yeah. rhinos actually, but not those exact ones. But bro, Steedon's probably a good comparison oh. actually. Yeah, they um they make it real easy to pass. Like I've looked like and I can throw a dart at the moment in the training. <laughs> Fuck, that's good for you. That's Whizzing for sure. Around. Whizzing them in. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty handy. Pretty handy. Um, yeah, preseason trip in Hamburg this weekend will be interesting. Boys are staying away. <laughs> Oh yeah, that'll be on. Good old, good old bit of team bonding in a foreign country. Are you guys playing a German team then? Yeah, Hamburg is in Germany. Oh, obviously, yeah, sorry, yeah. I dumb down, dumb down geography was. Um, but yeah, we're playing a German team. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you, surely you guys beat them, eh? Don't know. I think we should. Yeah, I think we'll have a decent run of that. Like, we're not got a bad. So we've got a guy called Robbie. Call him Red Card Robbie. He used to play for um, the Lions in Super Rugby. What Wellington Lions? Oh no, no, South Africa. Wellington. Sorry, sorry. I don't play in Super Rugby. You're sorry, mate. Yeah, sure. South Africa is a Seth. No, sure. He's about thirty-three now. He just played in the MLR and stuff last year, but he's um, used to play. He missed. He, he missed. Unfortunately, missed all three Super Rugby finals. Two were because he was suspended, and then one because he had done his ACL. <sighs> That is rough. So it's sort of buzzy having a sort of. Geez, what? How is he wound up there? Wow, I think he got. He's like got. Must have some Dutch sort of. Because you know Dutch sort of. And that South African sort of. Oh yeah. Thing. What you you think he's trying to try play for the Dutch national team or something? Well, I think he's eligible. Yeah. Oh shit! Good on him. Yeah, really. So. Yeah, okay. Red card Robbie. Red card Robbie on the line. Bro, speaking of ACLs, you see Sia Khaleesi played on the weekend? This... Yeah, actually, when did he, Bro, didn't he do his ACL this year? In April. Well, they're saying it's like four or five months since he's done it. Did he 
probably tear it. Oh, I don't know the full details, but like when I was watching, I don't know, like some rugby channel talk about it, they were talking about it as if like it was a proper one, like you know, like a nine to twelve month recovery. But those, I reckon it depends on where you go now because there's, there's NFL players are doing ACLs all the time. And then I remember one guy came back the same period, like five months, he came back from an ACL and ended up playing in like other playoff game or a Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, that was so, crazy. Yeah, that's not a bad effort to be fit for the World Cup. What about how that is? Is Andre Pollard injured or something? Yeah, he is. Uh, no, I think he'll make the World Cup, but. Um, they didn't take him. Oh wait, what? I didn't see that. They didn't pick him. At oh, the he must be out for the whole World Cup then. Because I've got that other guy that they've only got the one ten. They're sort of like Australia. They've only picked the one specialist ten. <clears throat> Who is that? They didn't take Yankees, did they? Nah, nah. I can't remember his name. I can't pronounce his name. Well, anyway, um, yeah, it might oh, be he's him. like a ten fullback too. <clears throat> Interesting. He's well, good though. He's the man for the job. Damien. Yeah, damn yeah, right. he is good. He is good. Um, yeah, I reckon Australia to make the semi-finals at least, if not World Cup final. Fuck yeah, now. What? This side of the this side of the this side of the draw is so easy. Yeah, but like, have you seen them, bro? Wow, they went all right in Dunedin, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Fuck, we played like a B team, man. Oh, don't be disrespectful of the boys. <laughs> oh, bro, literally. Yeah, I know. They, but World Cup, height and pressure, they've got nothing They've got nothing to lose because they're so shit. They've got Eddie Jones <laughs> probably saying some emotional... His interviews with... Um, yeah, good even. Did you see the one he had with Jeff Wilson and then the one he had when he was leaving for the F? Oh, the one before they left. Oh, okay, that was outrageous. It was good. That, I mean, the media was... He hates any criticism. Yeah. Hates any criticism against the Australians because they're Australian. Like, it should be with us, mate. Media were ripping into him. But... Bro, you never know. Aussie could lose to Fiji with the way they're playing. You Fiji are a bit on, haven't they? And... <laughs> Aussie don't make it out of the pool then. Who else in their pool? Wales. Yeah, Wales. So they'll get, yeah. Wales looks fucking dreadful, mate. They got drilled by South Africa. Yeah. Be interesting, bro. Pool D, like. terrible. Pool B is definitely the worst pool. South Africa, Ireland, Scotland. Who's... Hopefully these Irish boys get through. Yeah. You going to go to any of the games over there? No. Uh, nah, just Logan Flatmates going down to New Zealand versus Namibia. Oh, yeah. But we, it's, I think that's on the Friday, and he we play on the Saturday, and he's flying back Saturday morning. Oh, shit. So, yeah, that'll be a bit of a tight window, but nah, I'm not going to any. Um, I've got the boots, though, so I'll probably, in, I'll probably I'm eligible for NZ if they need call a up. call. Yeah, enough, mate. Cheek flight. Semi, semi king. Semi can semi can goes down. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll be good. It'll be good. Yeah, might have to do a bit of a session when it's World Cup, World Cup fever. See yeah. what's going on. I even reckon maybe on the next potty we could do tip, tip who we think will go through. 
talk some actually actually talk some sport or yeah. something. Hey, this is just one off, mate. Why not? Yeah, just to see the line. Good um, yeah. yeah, it's been good. It's been good. Um, but yeah, I've seen you a few, maybe just fucking few, few photos of the local area. Yeah, that'd be good, um, man. Chuck it up on the page. Local boozer. Yeah. Local boozer, local show street. The, show us the clubbies, your local clubbies. Oh, the, <clears throat> the clubbies are actually sick. Oh, yeah. The clubbies are mean. I'll, I'll take a video. We've got training to, what day is it? Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, I think we've got training tonight. So um, I'll take a wee pan. It's a fucking sick clubhouse. Yeah, gun. It's unreal. And the field, the field's epic as well. You guys play on, you yeah, actually play on grass? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah. It's fucking hard at the moment. I had fucking had my 15 mil studs in coming from New Zealand. <laughs> Played that preseason game that last quarter. I was about to blister up. The whole, I couldn't even walk. Oh, fuck. I had to put my wee, my, my wee stud, studs back in, which made a difference. Just get some molds, bro. Just get a pair, you know. Oh, I shot, shot molds. I did. I had those ASIC, ASIC menaces that um, I bought when I was in Palmy and then my truck got robbed <laughs> and I didn't even get to fucking wear them. Oh, that, that was ages ago anyways, man. Yeah, well, I didn't even get to wear them though. That, so that's fucked me off quite a yeah, lot. Yeah, that did suck. That was sucked. And then they were pretty much sold out and I bought a, after that. Oh, and then I bought a pair of, I bought a pair of Essex Lethal Tiger ones, mm-hmm. the ones that are like the duds and, and the moles. Yeah. Like, they were like 400 bucks. Yeah. Didn't have them in New Zealand, so I've had to ship them in from Australia. I've played played two games, then fucking the stud <laughs> the stud bits have snapped off. <laughs> Fuck! I've just finally got my money back because it was an absolute debacle not being from New Zealand. Oh yeah, it's a shit show. Nah. Oh, that's right, because you got yeah. someone in Aussie to buy them and then send them over to you, eh? <laughs> yeah, and then they broke two wears in. Oh. Yeah, that's a debacle. So I've got a nice pair of like Adidas, like Adidas boots with that like a little bit of a sock that comes up them, like a little bit of a little bit of a footballer. Bit, you haven't got them there, have you? Nah, I, get, I got them at Rebel Sport. <laughs> Rebel Sport. Right, I'm right. gonna have to get a photo of those. Shout out, shout out to the crew at Rebel Sport. I reckon they are absolutely um, dust. Nah, they look quick, man. They look quick. Okay. Um, I think we've got about twenty-two games or something this season. How many? What do we? What do you reckon I'm paying for over/under on tries? Ooh, that's a good one, bro. I reckon knowing you, I'll give you twelve. Twelve, yeah. I, I, okay, over/under. All right, I can. Yeah, that's a good number. That's not a bad number. I think I got eight in the eight eight in the Rotorua comp, and that was only ten games. Shit, sure, did you? Oh, yeah, maybe you'd take. Well, you'd you put your number in, mate. You yeah, put, yeah, you yeah, put twelve, 12 in, so I'm gonna rock twelve. I'll run with twelve. Yeah, I'll run with twelve. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I expect over. I'll get, I'll get that I done. I expect over then. You're gonna take the overs <laughs> yeah, on it, I reckon. Yeah, I would as well. Just quietly. Yeah. Well, if you scored eight in the eight in the Rotors comp, oh, to be fair, who knows? Rotors comp's probably easier than Netherlands comp. Netherlands comp. It's a size. It's the Bay Wide comp. It's a good comp. It's a good comp. Yeah, well, that's what I was originally alluding to there. You you should probably do better in the Netherlands comp. You'd think so, but who knows? 
might have to pay more of a destructive ball carrier role rather than in the water oh, term. Shit, yeah, you're not that guy either. <clears throat> Maybe I'll go under. Nah, I got. <laughs> tried to have a carry in the midfield on the weekend. Got absolutely drunk. <laughs> Bro, just gonna stay low. Get that low body height, man. Stayed low. Stayed low, and got absolutely. Oh drilled. man, shit! It's that. That's. I was like, sweet. I was like, Delagan, yeah, bro. I'm just gonna go. So it's just gonna find my rigid in here. Don't, don't, don't even pass me the ball again in the middle. Oh fuck, that's a beauty. Yeah. Oh, that's all good. We'll wrap up yeah, there, lovely, mate. Always an absolute pleasure. And um, yeah, yeah. We'll have Josh Mackay on in the near future, eh? Next week or so. I reckon. That's the Mackay. We might have to get a bit of a lineup ready. I think. Whispers that Fabian Holland will be keen to get on. It'd be good to get him on while I'm in the Netherlands to talk about the home man. If you give me a few tips, yeah, actually. that's actually a great call. He might be able to give you some uh, yeah. language tutoring too. You never know. Teach you yeah, some good words. It could be a bit of a or some bad yeah, ones. Some bad ones. <laughs> Maybe some pick that pick up yeah. ones. Mm, nah. nah, nah. Okay. Just as as Wheels has always said, it's all on the shoulder, don't oh, Yeah, that's a shame. Uh, He'll have to teach you a thing then when he comes over. He will, actually. He will. He'll have to take me a couple of things. <laughs> nah. Nah, awesome, bro. Nah, that's all good, brother. Sweet. Sweet as. Take it easy. I'll catch you later. Sure. See ya, bye.